Apologize, Chew. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I am very sorry for the episode you're about to listen to and its audio quality. Uh, that's my fault. What did you do? Well, I couldn't tell you what I didn't, what I did or didn't do. Something just didn't <laughs> happen correctly. <laughs> and we know that I don't know what I'm doing. We got I some don't know reverb. What I'm doing. All right, we apologize, everyone. It's my sorry. fault. Sorry. Very sorry. But thank you for listening. Kisses. Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and the Brew Bar. The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Okay, that's going to sound like shit. Um... Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Waterworld edition. Chance here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, the eternal disappointment, Lady Chu. That was was good. You like that? (laughs) Yeah, that was solid. Hi, Chu. Hey, Chance. How are you? I'm good. I feel better. I feel better about this movie than I did our last movie. Well, I feel worse. (laughs) You and I are rarely on the same page, I feel like. Lately? Yeah. A lot of times we're on the same page. I think Mercury's in retrograde. (laughs) I think I don't know what the fuck that means. (laughs) I never understand that. Mercury's in retrograde. Okay. It means it's up your ass. That's exactly what that means. Um... I didn't I didn't hate this movie. No, I don't hate it. But it's Here's the problem with this movie, okay? It's not trashy enough to be delicious. It's on the cusp. And it's and it's not incompetently made enough to be a terrible movie. Like it's fairly competently made. Yeah. Like, just competent enough and takes itself just seriously enough to not be ridiculous. But it should be ridiculous. Because it is ridiculous. Yeah, that's this movie's problem. Yeah. Did we even introduce the movie? I said it was the Waterworld edition. Okay. That's as far as we got. Okay. And we got sidetracked. Sorry. I think I've had a long day. I'm confused. We don't usually do it at this time of day. That's true. It's late. Yeah. I've been drinking. <laughs> he said with shame. It's I've not been my drinking. fault. I was I was watching friend of the show Vegas Beer Guys. Nice. They had their live show. And obviously you have to have a beverage. Yeah, they asked me what I was drinking, and I said an enormous glass of bourbon. Nice. What kind of bourbon were you drinking? Maybe we can get a a sponsor. (laughs) I don't know that Maker's Mark is going to be calling us anytime (laughs) soon. Thank you. But if they're interested. But please, by by all means. (laughs) We're available as fuck. We'll make a whole podcast on Maker's Mark. Whatever, whatever it's, whatever has to happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. By the way, Chu, before we go down this road, I need to do a shout out. Okay. I have not even told you this story yet. Ooh. Exciting. But on my backpacking, on my recent backpacking trip, I was at Ruby Lake, and a group of hikers were passing by the lake. And one of them stopped and said, I could hear your kids from like miles away. (laughs) And I said, yeah, I wish they came with a volume control. And she said, yeah, but what I wanted to say was, hey, you guys. (laughs) And then she asked me if I knew what movie that was from. And I said, who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah. (laughs) Of course I know what movie that's from. That's from fucking Goonies. And then she proceeded to ask me questions about the movie. She was asking me who is the guy with all the stuff. 
And before I could even answer, she said, I think it's data. And I said, yeah, it's data. So we got to talking and she got very excited about our podcast. And she's going to stream all the episodes, she said. So I'm going to have this episode go out to Jess. Oh, thanks, Jess. Yeah, who passed us on the backpacking trip. Also, I have an apology for Jess because it wasn't until she left. For some reason, Chu, I completely forgot and did not show her that I have a Goonies patch on my backpack. Oh, you fucked up. I did. So, Jess, contact us here at the show. How dare you podcast at gmail.com. And I'll show you a picture of that fucking Goonies patch. <laughs> it might take her if she if she listens from the beginning to it might take her a while to catch up to this moment. Yeah. But and we have no I way to forward. tell her, hey, you got a yeah. shout out on episode thirty seven or whatever it is. It'll be forty, I don't know, five. Nice. Nah. It's in the forties. Forty four. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. All right, Chew. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about Waterworld, <laughs> a 1995 film directed by Kevin Reynolds. Do you know that name? <laughs> it's like you have to ask out of obligation. You're like, I've done 40 some odd episodes asking this question. I obviously have to just like, keep asking it. Like of all the it. people, you're going to know Kevin Reynolds. I could say Martin Scorsese and you're like, who? I've seen the poster. First and first mostlies, <laughs> you know goddamn well I know who Martin Scorsese well, is. I don't. Okay. You haven't even seen Goodfellas. We've had many discussions about what oh, Sorry, what you've his... seen it, but you don't like it as much as Casino, idiot. I just feel the way I feel. Look, don't get me st- We've already done this. Goodfellas is a fantastic movie. So is Casino. I understand where you're coming from. I just like Casino better. Anyway, moving on. All right. How about these movies, Chew? Um, Let's go through all the ones you don't know first. From most recent to long, longer ago. Ooh, wait. Let's let's have you guess first. How many movies are you going to list? Uh, well, four movies and one television miniseries. Okay. How many do you think I'm going to one? <laughs> Okay. Okay, go ahead. Risen. Is that the movie or the show? That's the movie. Okay. Do you know that there was a Western with Kevin Costner not long ago called The Hatfields and McCoys? I watched it with Mr. Bill Paxton. Yeah. God rest his soul. All right. Yeah, I watched it. It was on History Channel or AMC or something. Now I have to hope you fuck up the one I thought you knew. Uh, the Count of Monte Cristo. I never saw it. I have the book. It's a gigantic. I never read it. I read it. It's like 3,000 pages. It's good. I'll believe you. I don't, I'm not going to read I it. I actually think that movie's all right. 187. No. Of course not. That's with Samuel L. Jackson. And I believe on Stephen Colbert's show, he recently listed that movie as one of his top five. Wow. Here's the one I thought you'd know. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. All right. Another How Dare You. For lots of reasons. You think? Yeah, it's a How Dare You. I I stand firmly. I don't hate it. I grew up watching it. I stand firmly behind that movie. I do too, I but it's still a how love dare you. That movie. Mr. Costner doesn't have a British accent. I don't know what kind of accent he settled on, but it's. They I, settled I on no accent. It's a no accent. And, <laughs> and, and I disagree because it seems like he's trying an accent at times, but they were just, they just decided no, no accent. <sighs> I have problems with Robin Hood movies. It's part of the magic. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Chew. All right? <laughs> and you already know how I feel about Robin Hood movies because I sent you on your backpacking trip a very long two-minute rant 
on why don't, it's wrong. Don't ruin it for everybody. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do that movie. How we are? Okay. We're gonna. Did you save it? The audio Start text? that episode with that fucking call. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be so funny. <laughs> All right. So that's Kevin okay. Reynolds. Uh, Chew. This movie has forty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Okay. I mean, when you I, think I about think it, it's fair. a fifty-fifty movie, and that makes total sense. It is. Yeah. This movie would be that polarizing. This movie, at the time it was made, Chew, the most expensive movie ever. Now, just two years later, wow. Titanic would take care of that. But at a budget at 175 million in 1995, this was the most expensive movie ever. So when your opening weekend is just 21.1 million dollars, you fucked up. That's when the wind goes out of your sail, so to speak. In the USA, it made 88.2 million dollars. Yet, cumulatively in the world, 264.2 million dollars. It did make a profit. Yeah. But still a flop. Yes. Here's a fun fact. You know that big atoll? The what? The structure, like the structure in the middle of the ocean that he goes to trade. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they used... Is that what that's yeah. called? I'm stupid. They used... So you're going to have to use smaller words? <laughs> it's only five <laughs> letters. Like I said, I'm stupid. <laughs> and then I called it a structure, and you were like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, they used all the, all the steel available in, I believe, Hawaii to make it, and then had to bring some in from the mainland. <laughs> Holy that shit. That thing was fucking big. Uh, Kevin Reynolds and Kevin Costner had so many problems that at one point they were both locked into a room until they resolved them. Well, they obviously continued to work together, so they got over it. Well, I think what happened was they actually didn't talk for about 17 years and then resolved their problems and then did Hatfield and McCoy's. I think he directed like three of the episodes or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Um... Let's have you, should you describe the plot for us, or do you need a moment? Oh, no, I can describe it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Oh, no, I got it. Okay. Well, then let's have you describe the plot, please. Okay. Hundreds of years in the future. I'll say. (laughs) You want to know what year it's supposed to be? Ooh, what? 2,500 is fro- is what oh, I understand. That's I read that somewhere. Interesting. Possible. If you say so. Yeah. But I'll be dead then, so it's not my business. Or my problem. <laughs> uh, hundreds of years in the future. Uh, the world's covered in water because we fucked up, obviously. Global warming. There's no land. And a nomad, Mr. Costner, uh, is doing his boat thing out on the water, because what else are you supposed to fucking do? He's the mariner, Chew. He's the mariner. Um, Actually, maybe this is harder to do a plot than I thought. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Get it together. Okay. Goes to a trading post. Oh, I can do uh, it. It's no problem. (laughs) <laughs> I said it was such you confidence. You got cocky. Yeah, yeah, you no, got cocky, fine. Chew. I, fu- I fucked up. Uh, gets into some trouble. We have smokers. Those are the bad guys. They're disgusting. Uh, smokers On come. They're trying to attack the uh, the trading the trading post. And Kevin Costner and a woman and a child are like, hey. We'll save you uh, if we can hitch a ride. He's like, yeah, get the fuck on. And then they start running around the, the ocean. <laughs> And she's got it. The girl has a tattoo on her back, supposedly for directions to dry land. That's one word with a capital D. <laughs> dry land. <laughs> you might be like, what the fuck are you even talking about? I I'm talking on. about dry fucking land. 
That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, um, yeah, everybody else wants to know where dry land is, and they know that she has a tattoo of the coordinates-ish. Um, so, you know, per usual, <laughs> bad things happen. I'll say. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There you have it. Well, sadly, Chew, this movie came out in 1995, three years before the How Dare You Awards started. I gotta this say, would have qualified. oh yeah, more than anything, I think it might have garnered a biggest disappointment nomination. Yeah. I mean. Had he already won an Oscar for Dances with Wolves at this well, time? Well, now, here's the thing about that. So, the answer to the question would be yes. However, we usually require that the Oscar-winning actor have won an Oscar for acting. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Which he didn't. He did not. No. But also, he's not forgettable in this movie. It's just a bad movie. So right. It wouldn't have ca- it wouldn't have qualified for that he's category. He's a anyway. huge dick in this movie. I forgot what an asshole. He's kind of a butthole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also read that he was going through a divorce at the time, and that that might have led to the character's dickishness. Yeah, maybe he was just mad. He's just cranky. <laughs> so anyway, Kevin, are you cranky? Yeah. Uh, is it a ridiculous concept? Not really. Well, it is in this one aspect. Even if the polarized caps completely melt, it's not sinking the whole world. No. All right? The buildings aren't going to be 1,500 feet under fucking water, even if the ice caps completely melt. But the writer apparently knew that was bullshit and didn't care. How about porno title? Waterworld. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Not my first choice, but that could like there's we can gotta make that be work. five others that are better, but yeah, yeah. formulaic. Hmm. I don't eh. know. Like you have like a damsel in distress sort of, and then the guy has to save him. Everybody like you know, it's like a rescue kind of thing. Do you think the movie took itself way way too seriously? Um, I would say like 90%. Yeah, there were some moments where it's not they like seemed like awful, but because there's there were some moments with the smokers where you're like, okay, they're obviously having fun with yeah, that exactly. and they know that they look ridiculous. Because yeah. I think maybe one of the biggest saving graces for this movie is Dennis Hopper and he knows what movie he's in. Nobody else knows what movie they're in. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you finished with that because. I like Dennis Hopper. Yeah. I, he's not my favorite in this. This is not my favorite movie he's ever done. No. But you're correct in saying he knows exactly what movie yeah. he's in. He knows exactly what he signed up for and what character he's playing. Absolutely. So, uh, yes, I agree. I agree with All that. All right. What about, uh, let's talk grievances. I have 36. Three, six. Wow. All right. You outpaced me. What do you got? Oh. I got 28. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, he said two with his fingers and then eight and flipped me off. <laughs> which was rude and funny. 28 grievances. How many wow. positive points do you have, Chew? I want you to go first. <laughs> I got all the way to 10. Well, I got seven. All right, we're of like minds on this movie. Okay. Clearly. Yeah. That that's the thing about this movie is this movie just isn't aware of what it is enough to be deliciously bad. It doesn't go over the top with its deliciousness, and that's disappointing because it could and should yeah. And then it would be fucking amazing. <laughs> I agree to that. Here's one of my positive points. If it did more of this, 
when somebody, I don't even remember who, says, I swear to Poseidon. Then I was like, fuck yeah, Waterworld. Now you got it. <laughs> I think that was Dennis. I think it was Dennis. I think it was Dennis. This movie is literally Mad Max on water. That's actually what the writers were going for. Well, they nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> job done. Sadly, they picked Not the job one well done, thing but that job done. costs the most fucking money, filming on open water. Fuck. Kevin Reynolds that apparently so difficult. Kevin Reynolds apparently called Steven Spielberg and said, "Do you have some advice for me?" And I think he just said, "Don't." Like just, oh my God. just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break, Chew, and then we'll okay. come back. And uh, as always, we'll start the actual plot of the movie. Right after this. Yeah, we're on, we're part for the course right oh, yeah. now. Per always. Right after this. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch The Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life. And Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the 1995 film Waterworld. One of the biggest fucking disasters in Hollywood history. <laughs> It's I mean, you you probably don't even have a frame of reference for how much shit this movie got. Uh, no, I think I was, what, this is 95? I was yeah. six. So I definitely wasn't listening to... <laughs> the fucking Waterworld banter? Yeah. No. I mean, this movie and its sloppiness, like budget and all that shit was so prevalent that it ended up in The Cable Guy. Oh. Jim Carrey talks about it. Wow. In The Cable Guy. Which, in it of itself, ended up becoming another movie talking about its budget, mostly about his salary, because that was the first time somebody got $20 million. Yikes. Yeah. I kind of like that, though. That that movie, which had... Not really budget problems, but everybody was like up in arms that Jim Carrey got $20 million and the movie only made, I think, 60 or $65 million total because it's a weird fucking movie. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that movie. You are. No. Don't make me. Come on. Absolutely. What? <laughs> How dare you? It's like, do you know what podcast you do? Do you understand the rules? <laughs> All right, you. When our movie opens, the Universal logo turns into old an as fuck. animated feature showing the polar ice caps melting and flooding the world. I didn't catch that. Minute one, Chu stopped paying attention, everyone. <laughs> I must have just not been paying attention because I knew that that there was going to be like, it was going to be that. So I was like, oh, it's not going to be anything important, but Jesus I should have gone back. 
Whoops. All right, fine. Can we talk about this? Two drifters meet. They must exchange items. How did that become a rule? Go fuck yourself, I'd say. And who's enforcing it? Right. Nobody. Stupid. That's the code. Eh, Go fuck yourself. Well, they are pirates, and Kevin is dressed as one, so... That's one, of my, that's one of my grievances. Same. Pirate pants. No. Pirate pants? No. That's what I yeah. wrote. One of my grievances just says every outfit. <laughs> every fucking outfit. That's just terrible. I mean, I know it's slim pickings, but Jesus Christ. Can we not? Striped why is everything? Pants? Why is why is it all why why is all the leather stitched together in weird fucking places? Yeah. Stupid. I was expecting Costner's balls to fall out of those pants any moment. Dennis's balls weren't going to fall out because he had a metal, a steel fucking jock strap. So either <laughs> he was very concerned about what was going to happen to him or he thought very highly of himself. <laughs> One or the other. It's a little I didn't of both. Like it. It's probably yeah. a little of both. <laughs> totally. Uh, here's another grievance I have. Swashbuckling adventure music. Uh, yeah, music was a grievance. Big time. <laughs> Swashbuckling is fun, though. That's a good it's word. fun to say. Yeah. It's not fun to see in a post-apocalyptic movie about water taking over the world. <laughs> what? Stop it. <laughs> the music was fucking banana sandwich. I didn't under, I didn't get it. I, can we not, please? Can someone turn down the music? <laughs> and somebody has to talk to me about the trading of pure dirt. Where is everybody else getting it? Yeah, we know how Costner gets it. He can go right. to the ocean floor. But where a, is everybody else getting it? Yeah. And is all of this just to make tomato plants? Is that it? <laughs> right? Like, that's... They use the dirt to grow food. And I kept asking myself, what part of our language would have fallen away in the year 2500? Because they're saying things like, nice boots. Like, how do you know they're boots? For all you know, they're fucking... They're, they're fucking... They're fucking toe coverings. And the majority of the people speak English? Right. Not everybody in the world speaks English. So you're telling me that the majority of the people that survived and procreated are English-speaking people? Well, we don't know. I I mean, I just, like, we don't know where this is taking place. Right. But. I mean, did you really want to watch subtitles when you went to go see Waterworld? No, I understand. I'm just complaining about things that don't matter. That's okay. fine. <laughs> just let me bitch. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. Okay. What else would you like um, to bitch about? <laughs> <laughs> well, the topic of evolution comes up because right. he has, Kevin, Mr. Costner, has evolved into... A fish-human hybrid. He has webbed feet and gills. And that's why he's a fast swimmer and he can leap out of the ocean like a dolphin at SeaWorld. And he, uh, yeah. Did I say he can breathe underwater? He can breathe underwater. Well, I think once you said gills, most people should have been able to pick up that thread off the floor. Don't assume. You don't know. I say our listeners are smart. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I kind of dig in a hole right there. Despite the fact that they're listening to this show. (laughs) I guess I'm just assuming you're, you are as smart as I am. Oh, no. Which is not that smart. (laughs) (laughs) Not not that smart. All right. Let's talk about what I just labeled as an absurd attack. Well, uh-huh. I guess we're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We haven't talked about the trade. So he gets, he brings his boat into the 
Uh, atoll. Atoll? Atoll. 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 Sure. Uh, he's going to give the kids mirrors to make sure that nobody attacks his boat while it's there. I don't know. It just all seemed vaguely like a place I wouldn't want to be. But I guess you got to you got to get your tomato plant. Yeah. He needs stuff. I don't even remember what he bought. Water? He bought water. Right? He bought a cup of water and he bought shelves cuz cuz yeah. she was out of everything else. But yeah. this is when we meet Jean Triplehorn and yep. the little girl. Gene Triplehorn, Smoke Show. A thousand percent. All right, thank you. Yeah. She was in big love. Oh, yeah. And that show made me feel weird, but I still watched it all the way through. I'm so surprised you even know that show. <laughs> I watched it. I uh. I got into it well after it was over. Uh-huh. And I was telling people about it, and they're like, yeah, we know. That's yeah, we watched it 10 not years new. ago. Like, I know, I just need to talk about it with somebody. <laughs> anyway. I loved that show. It was good. Made me feel weird, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so if Little Chew comes to you and says, so I've been thinking. No, the fuck you haven't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I saw, you haven't been thinking shit. I saw a, a Smart-looking lady at the mall today. <laughs> I think you'd like her, second wife. Let's say you. You know what? That's funny because last night, no, two nights ago, I had a dream and I told Ethan about it. I, to- I, I told him that I dreamt he had come up to me and said, hey, I want us to just go back to dating. We can still be married, but I want to act like we're dating <laughs> and I want to date other people as well. And I said, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I want to I want to date you, but I also want to date other people. I said, so you want an open relationship? He's like, well, like sort of, but I want to act like you and I are dating and not that we're married, even though we are married. And I was like, this is a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> and so I got up and I was like. And you hit him. You're a dick. <laughs> you got up and hit him in bed, right? <laughs> No, I waited till he, he was, was enjoying his coffee. He and was, I was like, sound so. asleep, and you punched him in the jaw. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so it was a running joke yesterday. Oh, where are you going? To your girlfriend? Okay. <laughs> going on, going on a date. It's a third date. You, you were fuck? holding. No. You were holding little Chew, your husband, accountable for the things he did in your dream. Do I have that right? Yeah, I usually don't have dreams like that, so I really, like, milked it for all it was worth. Well, he must love you a lot. I think so. I think so. I hope so. (laughs) Please don't leave me. (laughs) Please don't leave. (laughs) Please don't start dating. Don't start dating in our... The middle of our marriage, please. I'll be better, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Chew, I'm that's so starting sorry. to sound like Terry Gar behavior. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, Spineless. That's funny. All right. Now, I think we've said enough about the fucking exchange of goods. Except... To say that we also get part of the plan from Michael Jeter. Do you know who that is? Uh, yes. Actually, they he was in Open Range and they worked together yeah. a couple of times. And he passed away. You've seen Open Range? It's fucking fantastic. I, I saw it in the movie theater with my dad. Holy shit! What? Yeah. Chew. You've seen like two movies in the theater since 2010. And I think well, both with me. I was a teenager. This is true. Uh, I was a teenager. And so on the weekends when my parents had split up, 
going to the movies was mine and Jill's and my dad's thing. So we would go see a movie and open range was one of them. And so we saw it at the, uh, the Parker theater, the blue water casino theater. And we walked out of there and there was like nobody else in the, in the movies. Like nobody else wanted to see this movie. I think there was three of us and then a couple other people. And we walked out of there and we're like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. That was so good. That movie has a special place in the heart of Dan Aker from the Vegas Beer Guys. As nice. well as as well as my heart. We talk about it all the time. We both Definitely one of my favorite movies. Fucking love that movie. Can you yeah. tell me another actor who is in both these movies? Open Range and Waterworld. Oh shit. You won't know his oh, name. Kim Coates. You do know his name. What? Yeah. You know Jennifer Tilly's an Asian? You know Kim Coates' name? I told you, Mercury's in retrograde. Weird things are happening. Fucking shit. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm afraid my asshole's going to turn inside out. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary. You know Michael Jeter. Weird things are afoot. Yeah. All right. Wow. Wow. Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? Yes, Kim Coase was also in there. Yeah. And wait, was he the one who his character was having a relationship, on and off relationship with <laughs> Goggins? Yeah, Walton. Gra- Walton Goggins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was attracted to Walton. Yeah. Walton as a lady. Yes. I like that dynamic. Holy that shit, that's an, uh, that's an album title. Walton as a lady. Oh, absolutely. Right? All right. Uh, Let's get to this fucking ridiculous and absurd attack. It is out of control. They are putting up ski jumps so that they can all jump walls. Fucking Arthur Fonzarelli jumped the shark style. They have a plane and there's four skiers being pulled via plane. (laughs) This is literally... This is literally like I so this whole scene, you understand why it's an attraction at Universal Studios. And super popular too. Yeah. Like I've been once and I was like, eh, it's whatever. <laughs> of like course. I wasn't blown away by like it. everything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little Chew probably says I love you and you're like, eh. And then, I don't know, then, do you? And then an hour later, you say, please don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I was a bitch. I just think, like, this is where this is where the movie breaks down, like, where it, it, it almost, almost reaches the level of deliciously bad. Yeah. Because, like, what's happening is so patently absurd. The idea that all of these ski jumpers can perfectly jump the wall and then hit the water on the inside but have enough room to stop and not run into walls and that kind of shit. Like, I just, I don't know. Just, it's too much. Yeah. Stupid. You it really is it the ride from fucking Universal Studios in that scene. Meanwhile, yeah. on a big boat for some reason, filled with lots of go-go juice, is Dennis Hopper chewing scenery like no one has ever chewed scenery before, ever. (laughs) He is fucking gnawing on this movie, and he is a delight. I would like to think that the director came up to him one day, like one of their first days of shooting. He's like, hey, Dennis, let's talk about the character. No, no, no. I know exactly what this is. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. I See, know what it has to be. I got it. I imagine something a little different. I imagine Kevin Reynolds, after a few takes, coming up to Dennis Hopper and saying, Dennis, how about we tone it down a little bit? And Dennis <laughs> Hopper says, hey, how about you suck a dick? <laughs> Get out of my face before I fucking punch you in the nuts. And then Kevin Reynolds knew where he stood and stayed the fuck away. And Dennis Hopper gave us 
the magic performance. Everything about Dennis Hopper's <laughs> whole aesthetic is the gnarliest in the movie. Yeah. It's so much. They have a guy with machine guns just laying waste to every piece of metal. I think it's Jack Black. It is Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very young Jack yeah, Black. So young. Yeah. And you wouldn't even know it was him until after everything happened and there's one shot of him just sort of like sadly sitting in a chair like, I fucked <laughs> yeah. up. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But he gets overzealous with the machine gun and right. ends up shooting and blowing up His own Dennis's boss's boat. boat. Yeah. Yeah. Which ends up losing Dennis's eye. Yes. And then that just adds to the most ridiculous, like, the stitch job on that eye. But how about with the fake eyeball? Oh, my God. <laughs> now, if the happening? rest of the movie was on fake eyeball level, oh, I'd be so happy. Yeah. Because when that, that would be slightly better. fake eyeball falls out of his skull and hits the ground, he's like, oh. <laughs> I did laugh when he asked everybody, how's it look? They're like, oh, yeah, it looks so right. good. It looks so good. And he's like, no, no, no. Wait, how's it look over there? Looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. What's he say? Like he cannot tell a lie or, you know, truth from the mouths of babes or something like that? Yeah, something like, yeah, that children will tell the truth or whatever. <laughs> Looks like shit. Oh, it's fucking amazing. That was good. Uh, so in the midst of all of this, <laughs> Kevin Costner manages to have the world's slowest escape. Oh, my God. That catamaran couldn't have been moving but slower. Luckily, all the bullets are flying over him and not in him. Despite the fact that they have, I don't know, conservatively 27 minutes to shoot his boat and him. It was definitely like stormtrooper accuracy. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, my God. It was great. But he escapes, and he escapes with Gene Triplehorn and the little girl. Yes. All right. Let's take another break. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll finish up with, you know, 90% more of this movie. <laughs> We've gotten sidetracked a bit. All right. We'll be right back after this. Where do you get your coffee? Do you frequent a place that burns their beans and loads their coffee with sugar to hide it? It's time to switch your coffee habits, people. Check out The Brew Bar. It's a coffee shop, bar, and eatery wrapped up in a singularly magical experience. Tim and Alex run the place and will set you straight. These guys know their coffees. And when they're done, so will you. But it doesn't end there. Not in the mood for a straight-ahead coffee? They have you covered. They've got espresso drinks, all kinds of teas, and even coffee cocktails. That's right, coffee tales. But it doesn't end there. Bottle service on craft beers and wines, alcoholic and caffeinated brews and potions, and an all-day food menu with plenty of vegan options. The Brew Bar is located in downtown Chula Vista and is the best place to be for beer, wine, coffee, and tea. That's The Brew Bar. Check it out. And we're back once again, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here once again discussing the Kevin Reynolds film, Waterworld. I got a lot of fucking grievances after this escape, Chew. A lot. Oh, yeah. Like, consistently. Like, it was it was days before I even got another positive point yeah. for a little bit. Here are some of my... My notes. How about if you rape me? Didn't care for that. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> that was her idea. Yeah. Uh, we went yep. on, on Dennis Hopper's magical car ride. That was a bit of oh, comedic. The music playing? Yeah, a bit of non oh. comedic non-genius. 
my God. I can't. Oh, no. Then he does decide to pimp the women out. Then he changes his mind. And I fucking hate what I'm about to say. Because I've, I've fucking loved Kim Coates for a long time. But somebody should have reeled this performance in. It's a it's a grievance. Yeah, it's a grievance for it's, me. I understand what they were trying to do, but it wasn't executed properly. It was just too much. Yeah. Sorry, Kim. Because, strangely, it was attempting to be so broad that it was funny, but it wasn't funny at all. And because right. it was so broad, he couldn't be as menacing as he needed to be. You know, as a rapist. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that scene. But Kim dies. Kim characters. At least that. His his character There's at least that. Also, he gives the women haircuts. (laughs) Because they fuck up. Because they touched his boat. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin's a dick in this movie. Big time. But he he lightens up because he teaches her to go swimming and then what's her... Right. This is the eternal problem with this movie is that that character, there's no reason for him to have the growth and arc that he does. In a day. Right. Like... A day. Why would he even teach her how to swim? How did he get there? Yeah. How did she become his friend? He fucking hated her. He threw her off the boat, which I laughed. That was a positive point. Well, stay tuned for my fucking drinking game. (laughs) 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 But. Yeah, the growth, the the character arc just didn't make any sense. Like this, this, this screenplay needed another pass. Yeah. Or Kevin Reynolds needed to be able to say things to Kevin Costner that he was afraid to say. He's like, you're being too big a dick. There's no way these people would ever come together as one unit. Plus, the audience is going to fucking hate you. Calm down. But, well, yeah, that's what happened. What are you going to do? Now, how about this? I have a huge grievance with this because the scene after all of this nonsense is basically they get to, like, I don't even know, a floating cage. But all it is is Dennis Hopper pretending to wave with dead bodies. Now, let me ask you this. They left Dennis Hopper behind, a half a day behind them. How the fuck did they get ahead of them? How did they go around without seeing them? Right. That's all I'm saying. As Chu would say, that's a hole. That's a fucking hole. <laughs> and great point, actually, because I didn't, I didn't recognize that. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I am retroactively offended. <laughs> also... There's sea monsters in this movie. Yeah. I didn't remember that. <laughs> I didn't either. I did not remember sea monster. <laughs> like, and apparently, and like, like, to attract the sea monster, you have to swim in a specific strange way. Again, not enough clarification. It doesn't. I'll tell you what I did like, though. <laughs> the look of that meat on the grill. That looked like fatty meat from a fish. <laughs> yeah, it looked it looked like squid or like it looked like squid family. All right. Cousins. It was a squid cousin. Fucking band name. Squid cousins. <laughs> squid cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Salad. I started I started uh, write, writing down some band names here, Chew. I have Poor Swimming Decisions. That's probably more of an album title. 
I got uh, CPR Love. Nice. Sit on my lap. Remember when Dennis Hopper says to the little girl, hey, why don't you sit on my lap? I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't like that. Oh, oh, easy. No, Dennis. Nope. Oh, and wreckage fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good one. But wreckage fuck happens after they... This is the thing about this movie, too. For a... You know, for a sort of noble warrior... Fish man, he does some stupid shit. Like, he knows he's not that far ahead of the bad guys, right? What's he do? Yeah. He takes the time to take her down to the city. Yeah, that's not a good time. It's not time for this. It's not time. Now, can we also talk about, I put a thing here, no pressure problems? Same. Grievance. Grievance. Yeah, her head would fucking explode. Yeah. The city effects, clearly we're at the beginning of computer-generated imaging. They tried. And they it, tried. Yeah, it doesn't look good. No. Oh, there's the classic, if you want something done right, gotta do it yourself line. <laughs> right. Can we not... That should be outlawed from all movies till the end of time. Well, it's stupid. All right. And I don't like it. I always think of uh, the line, uh, all good things to those who wait. You know, that's like a line we all know, right? Yeah. But I remember Robert De Niro saying that line in the movie Ronin. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think maybe so delivery all, is important. Yeah, delivery, maybe all you need is Robert De Niro. Yeah. Just saying. Um <laughs> So yeah, like they're checking out the city, which just takes a whole bunch of time, and by the time they get back to the fucking top, who's there? Dennis. Fucking Dennis and his crew, man. Just waiting for him. Like, hey, shithead. You think we forgot about you? Yeah. What the fuck were you doing down there? I gotta tell you, Why though. Why would you go down there at this time? I did severely lament the burning of his fucking boat. Because, I that mean. That was a bummer. That took a, it was a cool boat. That took a lot of time to set up. Yeah. He had his fucking lime plant, his new tomato plant. His fucking turn pee into water system. Which, let's be real, that's the uh, most bullshit filter system I've ever seen. <laughs> Grievance. He's a fucking genius mariner, Chew. Back off. It's not filtering a goddamn thing. You don't know that. Nothing. Urine is fucking safe to drink anyway, just as it is. I don't think it is. It is. There's conflicting reports. It's sterile. I'm going to die. You mean if you drink it? I'll I'll no, I'll I'll just die oh. of dehydration. You have you have weird rules. It's not weird. <laughs> like I understand why you think that, but they're my rules. Yeah, I but feel like, good about them. Confronted with danger, you would like be an asshole until they shoot you in the face because you're not going to panic. So instead you'll just be a dick until you die. I just don't want I don't want my last moments to be like, oh, she panicked. She freaked out. That's not cool. Chew, if you, that's all if anybody's you drink ever this remember urine, before. we can walk another 50 miles and survive. I'll die, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not. I ain't drinking it. No dates. Little Chew would force you to drink it. Ethan and I have already discussed <laughs> those types of issues, and he knows them out. Oh, my God. Goodbye. How many life and death scenarios have you guys gone over? If there's a movie and it brings up that topic, then, yeah, we get into an argument. <laughs> we don't ever agree. <laughs> Me and Charlie are out. Ethan, I love you, but you're on your fucking own. Wait a second. He doesn't even get to keep the dog. You're going to kill the dog, too? 
You think you've met Charlie? You think he's gonna live in an apocalyptic fucking world drinking his own piss? I don't fucking think so. I, That's not the world for my dog. Me and Lil Boo, ride or die. And we're not riding. I was just gonna say. Well, you're clearly not riding. <laughs> wow, wow. That's just not the life. A for me. single tear rolls down my cheek, Chew. <laughs> It's a Dennis Hopper line from this movie. <laughs> All right, where are we? So we're at the end because now he goes back to get the girl. Where does he go, though? Uh, he goes to this old Exxon ship. Do you know what that's in reference to? No. Oh, God damn it. Is there an Exxon ship in the, the bottom of the ocean? With oil in it? Not at the bottom of the ocean. It's the Exxon Valdez. You'd ever heard of that? I don't know. Oh, chew. It's a famous oil spill. In the Gulf? Uh, they have no, not them. in the Gulf. It was like in Alaska. Like the oh. William Sound. Prince, you know what I mean. Prince William Sound. Right. Uh, at the time, I think it was by far the largest oil spill in the history of the United States. Ooh. It was like over 10 million gallons. Oh. Yeah, it was a lot. It's kind of a big deal. That's not good. That's not good for a lot of reasons. <laughs> Yikes. 1989. Oh, shit. Crack a book, Chew. I don't know. I see. I know some things, but not others. I just like that he gets on that boat and he's like, I want the girl. <laughs> but I think my favorite line in the whole movie is somebody tells him he's bluffing and she goes, he's not bluffing. He's, he never bluffs. <laughs> he just right. drops that fucking flare. <laughs> and she told Dennis earlier, she's like, he's meaner than you are. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true he was mean oh but we have like this is when we get into like Waterworld spectacular second time Universal Studios show he's fucking on zip lines he's chasing down planes and then you know that this movie was made in 1995 cause it finishes with a fucking bungee jump <laughs> that was a large grievance oh my god so terrible like that didn't these three dumb assholes couldn't see what was happening and just turn and they all ran into each other until explosion good fucking times p.s if all you have to do is fucking you know travel on your weird blimp for two days to get to fucking dry land, somebody would have found it by then. It wasn't yeah. that far away. It really wasn't. It was so fucking close. And they should have gotten there. Fa- if they were on the water with their jet skis, they would have gotten there faster yeah, than right. they would have in the blimp. Yeah, exactly. Again, a hole. <laughs> A fucking hole. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just, like... Uh... I could have been better. Yeah, it's, like, it's fun, but not, yeah. not like, great fun. Yeah. I mean, if it's on, I'd watch it. Yeah, probably. But, yeah. Do you recommend it? Hmm... I don't think I can... I, I'm not quite to a recommend. I... It's not fun oh, enough. Shit. Yeah, I agree. I, like, I'm not quite there. I, I'd have to... Gun to my head? No. <laughs> but I'll watch it if it's on. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like Armageddon. Because months it's later, I was, I was flipping channels and I'm like, Armageddon? Like Ten minutes into it, before I, what the fuck am I doing? I'm watching Armageddon again. 
Um, I would not rewatch Armageddon for any reason, what fucking so ever. All right. So I would. It's I'm, funnier I'm than this water movie. Rolled above Armageddon. Armageddon's funnier than this movie. Yes. All right then. I just feel the way I feel. Wrong. There's no logic. Just accept it. I understand it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in love with Kevin Costner. Okay, so it doesn't matter. What shitty movie he's in. All right. I'll, I, you know. I have no beef with Kevin Costner. You know I love him. Oh, love him. Um, oh, fun fact. I'm pretty sure that uh, Dennis Hopper's makeup artist is the same person that does Donald Trump's makeup. That's alarming. <laughs> it's a lie. But it's the same. It's the same makeup. Yeah, but I think, I think you could say that about... He's fucking orange. I think you could say that about anybody in this movie. They all were getting spray tanned. Oh, my God. So tan. Yeah. And they, but no and they all had, like, lines of white coming off their, like, you know, like crow's feet, but longer. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah, it was intense. Costner and Hopper both had it. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, the makeup and... Makeup choices are weird, and the costumes. Why is everybody dirty? I understand that you're probably not clean, but there's no reason why you should be dirty. But you're surrounded by an awful lot of water. You don't need to drink. You can be in it, yeah. obviously. Right. Just scrub. Scrub a little bit. Maybe they were taking the uh, Kunis and what's-his-name method. Who's that? Who's her husband? Mila Kunis? Yeah. Ashton Kutcher? Kutcher? Kutcher, yeah. You didn't hear about that? They're only washing their kids when they can see dirt on them? Why? I don't know. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Fuck. This was very upsetting for Lady Chu, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Chu, do you have anything left for Waterworld? Not for Waterworld, but I kind of want to get Mila on the phone and ask her a few questions. <laughs> I haven't made any judgments yet, but I, I need to... You need more information. I need to know. Yeah. Shit. Perhaps you can uh, invite her on the show by telling her the drinking game you came up for with this mo- for this movie. <laughs> Every time there's an insane, ridiculous stunt. All right. So you're going to be fucking wasted. You're going to be good and drunk. Mine was every time there's an act of violence committed upon the child. Oh That's good. She's thrown into the water. She's pushed. She's slapped around. Her hair's cut. She's literally harassed Everybody this Everybody is fucking harassing this child. And I just yep. want people to somberly drink one drink every time it happens so that they can realize how wrong it was. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lesson at the end of this movie, this <laughs> this episode. I'm not suggesting wow. that, like, she gets slapped in the face and everybody's like, yeah, drink! <laughs> <laughs> so maybe on that level it doesn't work. But it's the perfect amount of drinking. It's peppered throughout the whole fucking movie, Chew. Yeah. Peppered. People might choose peppered. That shit's peppered. <laughs> Good thing we have the the pop guard on here. Otherwise, those peas would be tense. Yeah. Peppered. Peppered. Um, All right. It, they might choose yours because mine's aggressive. B. Mine's like... B. <laughs> Mine's like alcoholic level. <laughs> uh, is this AA? Yes. Can I, can I go to a meeting? Yes. What happened? What was your rock bottom? Drinking game for Waterworld? <laughs> Bet you nobody said that one. Yeah, probably not. Oh. All right, Chew, we have to stop recording. I'm baking like a fucking ham in this 
goddamn closet. I'm so fat. I have to put a stop to this. You know, as your friend, it's funny. As a personal trainer, you don't have to say that th- those things about yourself. You're not fat. I feel fat and I've You're just in the closet. I'm a Christmas ham in this fucking closet right now. <laughs> if I was a turkey, I'd be popping. That little fucking red thing would like boop. <laughs> Is that the turkey's butt? I don't know. It's just that red thing you plug into it. I don't. I, I don't think you put it in the ass. <laughs> I don't know what that red thing is. A baster? No, like you put it in and it pops when the turkey's done. I've never used that. Wow. <clears throat> Interesting. We'll add it to the list of things you don't know. It's quite long. It's a book's <laughs> worth. All right. For Lady Chu of To A T Fitness, Shance here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Stay tuned and be with us next week. We'll have an all-new movie for you. Say goodbye, Lady Chu. Bye. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I don't know. No, it was a valid attempt. Still a f- goodbye. Still a oh god. Goodbye. Getting worse. I don't know. Getting worse. Still a failure. <laughs> that was bad. But a I... valiant attempt. See ya. Good day to you, madam. Bye. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I had to push the words out of my mouth. Barely. Bye. All right. Pause. Pause. I'll do no such thing. I turn the air off, but I think it's just so fucking hot in here that the the air's like, no, no, you want it on. I do, but I don't. It's not the time. <clears throat> it takes a second to kick off. Not unlike myself. <laughs>